is Love Jones here, and this is Love Operator. Love Operator is a place of transparency and a slip of the tongue. So sip your wine and relax. Y'all, if y'all haven't went and listened to my most recent Tasty Tuesday, go listen to that. I got my friends on there, and we're having a ball, right? And honestly... It's just giving you really different points of views of how people think. Like, we're getting a different aspect from, you know, baby mama, baby daddy issues. Then we're getting at um, a different outlook on the LGBTQ community and what goes on and those relationships to a certain extent. I'm not going to act like we're going deep in depth because my friend, she did a story time. And, you know, like... She told a little bit about herself, and then I was talking about fake friends. So go listen to that, run it up, because it's really raw and uncut. It's not really censored at all. And sometimes I do try to censor myself on here because I just don't want to produce content only talking about one type of thing. Um, But yeah, go watch that. So now we're getting into what's the tea, y'all. Okay, so lately, everything that's been going on, um, how do y'all feel about these abortion laws? Like, listen, okay, I get the serious aspects of, you know, rape and stuff like that. I, I've never been raped, so I don't talk on stuff like that. I don't know what goes on in those women minds and my heart go out to them. You know, I'm staying I'm I'm thinking on what I've experienced and from what I've experienced, sometimes people be in high school and they need to get an abortion because they don't want to have a baby. Now, I am going to say I when I was younger, I was very closed-minded because some of the ladies in my family that have fertility issues. So I kind of seen it as a slap in the face. Like if you get pregnant, you would abortion. My my people, they would love to take in that baby. They've tried to take in babies before. And you know the whole thing with people taking their babies back one after like a year or two and they finally got themselves together. You know, it's just such a heartbreaking moment. So why would I go abort? In my mind, this is how I used to think now. Why would I go abort my baby when I could go give it to somebody that has helped raise me that has always wanted a child or let them help me raise the child? Because I know that will make warm their heart too. That will, you know, whatever what was missing there that could feel that, you know, just helping or constantly being around the child, watching them grow up. You know, so that's that's why I thought the way that I used to think, like, why would you abort a baby when there's motherfuckers out here can't have kids? Why can't you just have the baby and give it to them? You know, and I kind of still do think that way. But as you grow up, you have to see things from different points of views, rather if that's something you would do or wouldn't do, because a lot of motherfuckers do a lot of shit I don't motherfucking do and ain't ever going to fucking do. But it's like, you know, you just have to be open-minded and not so narrow-minded. Like, it just gets you way, way farther in life when you just not heavily judging people's decisions as if you're making those decisions. It's just smarter, honestly. But that's what I was saying. Uh, Like, 
let's say you get pregnant in high school, but you have all these options of going off to college, you know, like you, you, you basically have a setup for what's next after high school and having a baby would kind of mess that up. Let's be real. People talk about, oh, you can have a baby. You could be you could stay at home and finish school online. Y'all have to think when you don't go off to school and you stay in your hometown, it's hard for you. It, it like it's hard for you to keep continuing on because you got to think when you're in your hometown versus off to school, your responsibilities are a lot different because now it's now you have this online schooling and then you have a baby and then you have to you 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 grown now you're grown you're getting older so your first thing in your mind is i gotta get a job because now i gotta provide for my baby parents aren't gonna keep providing like in the beginning yeah the parents are gonna help you out but it, when the baby actually gets here it's gonna be like all right what you finna do you know so then reality kicks in, you working, you spending less, you got, you working, you taking care of the baby. You eventually you're going to fall off with that schoolwork because now the baby is going to trump that schoolwork. That's not going to be your most important thing in your life. And other people going to be in your ear, girl, make your money, take care of your child. School always going to be there. So now you don't put it in the back burner instead of letting it be a part of your life versus going off to school everybody there is like-minded everybody's doing the same thing yes there's people with part-time jobs but majority the majority everybody is just going to school being a broke college student because in the end they know that that resume is going to hit a little different afterwards so whenever you want to give up or you want to drop classes or drop out of school somebody is going to be like don't do that yeah it gets hard sometimes but you know you gotta you gotta finesse the system a little bit. You gotta move. Her. You're gonna have somebody mentoring you, helping you. And I'm saying this about an HBCU experience because I know my a lot of matter of fact, everyone in my family has mostly went to PWIs, and the way they think versus how I think is totally different because I had a totally different experience. Because I went to HBCU, it just opens your mind completely different, you know, in my opinion. PWI, PWI teaching you, oh, you go to these classes. If you don't go to class, you just going, <laughs> that's your money. I don't care. They're, they don't give a fuck for real. They, you a number at a PWI. You, you a face. On a serious note. And I'm saying this as a, as a black person going to a PWI. You just a number. So if you go to class or not, that's on you. Two, and I'm about to bring this all back to what I was originally saying. Y'all, I just get caught up in the moment. Two, or whatever like that, they're not culturally, culturally, it's not teaching you shit about your culture at all. You're not getting that fulfillment at all. You're required to learn it at an HBCU. Because it's a historically black college. So, yes, we're going to require you to know something about your ancestry, about what 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 the government don't want you to know, what they took out of the textbooks. We're going to fulfill your mind with that. OK, 
So two, they're not feeding you culturally. And yeah, that's just that's just how I feel about it. Um, going to HBCU, if I didn't go to class, my professor, they would email me, oh, you wasn't at class today? Are you okay? Like, you know, anything going on? Da 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 da. They gave me multiple chances to, you know, get my shit together because they just want to see you succeed as a black person. They want black excellence out of you and they groom that out of you from the jump. They teach you how to dress for interviews. They teach you how your res. We literally have courses to fix your resume. I could fix any motherfucking resume to look like you the shit. Kid you not. And I learned that from my university. I know how to dress going into the workplace. It don't matter what type of job I go to, whether it's corporate, whether it's a warehouse. Listen, I'm going to be the best dressed motherfucker in there. And I'm not talking about no J's. I ain't talking about none of that materialistic things. It's about... Anyway, it's about your demeanor. But um, going back to the abortions. So all that stuff gets in the way when you're at home okay real life kicks in when you're at a university you can be broke because you can go in the calf well at my school we had midnight calf it's like around midnight or whatever like that because or whatever and you you can go get food about three four times out the day or if you have a panther card, which is what I had, you could always go to a student center and get you some pieces. So even though you don't physically have money or unless your parents bring you money, you still straight because your necessities are still taken care of at college. Tuition is already paid for it. You don't got no rent. You don't got no fucking rent. Food is taken care of in the tuition. And depending on what school you go to, you can access the cafe or the cafeteria all throughout the day up until, you know, late hours. So you still good. Partying is for free because they know everybody is broke. It'd be like a dollar sometimes to get into the club, five dollars to get into the club. Nobody's really charging to get into the club unless it's around homecoming. That's the only time they really charge is homecoming because they know the motherfuckers that done graduated and got them jobs, they going to pay that shit. They got money. So in that case, what you going to choose? You going to give up all your goals or you like, okay, I made a mistake. I'm not going to make this mistake again and go to the clinic and get your baby aborted. Right? So it's just like, because you're going to miss out on that whole experience. You're going to miss out on the networking. You're going to experience, you're going to miss out on finding yourself outside of a baby. So you got to look at things different, different points of views with that. And then they're talking about some, oh, with these plan B's, oh, it's only going to be a certain amount we're able to get. I'm not going to tell y'all. My little finesse on it until I stack up on my stuff first. But y'all, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta work together and finesse because they just need people to work. They need more people to work. A lot of people not having kids right now, you know, because you know it's not nineteen twenty no more. The woman is not at home cooking and having babies all damn day. The woman is out here being a boss. Okay, 
she pulling up to her office where she don't work for nobody. That's the main thing right there. A lot after COVID, a lot of people opened up their own businesses. They don't work for people no more. So it's a shortage. It's a shortage of workers. They need workers. So to need workers, they need babies. And there's another theory out there, but I'm going to have to let y'all research that. Um, yeah, I just don't, I don't go into depth of talking about stuff that could bite me in the ass later. Like real serious stuff. Little shit of me talking shit. That's just, it is what it is. Pull it up. Pull up the receipts. I don't give a fuck. Can't nobody beat me up for real. All right, y'all. So we're going to get into what we really talking about today. Okay. All right. So you, you don't like me. So join the team, ho. You don't like me, so join the team, ho. It's a whole team of hoes that don't like me. And I could give a fuck. Like, and that's the type of attitude you really have to have when it comes to a motherfucker that don't like you. I don't give a fuck. The fuck you do for me. What do you do for me that I don't do for myself? When you can answer that validly with something that you do for me that I don't do for myself... Then shit, maybe I do need you, but I ain't never met a bitch or a nigga that I don't like or that I chose to stop fucking with that was doing something for me that I can't do for myself. Okay? Yeah, we starting it off like that for real. Um, Honestly, y'all, people think just because they don't like you or just because they um you made your exit out of their life or they made their exit out of your life that you're not supposed to continue on with life and be somebody people really think that people are dumb as fuck people are narcissists as fuck mentally ill delusional as fuck and i'm not saying that to be like oh is something wrong with ha- if you have a mental disorder or mental illness, I'm just saying that motherfuckers will walk on here, walk around like they're God on this earth. And just because you don't want to fuck with them no more, or just because you don't like them no more, they think that that's supposed to hurt you. Like you, you, you supposed to stop what you got going on. Like you're not going to still, like you're still not going to complete your goals in life. And then it's five, six years later, and you see them doing the same shit that they was doing before. Having accomplished not a motherfucking thing. And then they look at you, or you look at yourself, and you be like, and that's why I stopped fucking with you. You was holding me back. Because when I stopped fucking with you, I can list A, B, C, D or what the fuck I done accomplished off of the things that I wanted to get done in my life. That's why I had to stop fucking with you. Because look at you. You're still here. You're working the same job. And you're still being fucking messy trying to throw shade at motherfuckers on Facebook. Get the fuck off Facebook. Swear. Swear. And and this is the whole new thing for mean people now. They love to be fake positive and fake woke so bad. But if you really read in between the lines of the shit they be saying, they really being shady towards somebody all the fucking time. In somebody else fucking business, they don't got shit to do with them. Like, at all. Like, completely at all. 
worried about the wrong shit. That's why you haven't accomplished shit. You can't accomplish shit looking always worried about the next motherfucker. You can't. It's really impossible because you in you in my business so much. How the fuck you going to be in your own business? You can't. It's impossible. It's impossible. Like, bitch, <laughs> listen, listen, what's the years go by and you see them same motherfuckers doing the same dumb shit? You be like, bitch, you was holding me back. Because one thing I can say is throughout all of my life experiences, and I know God love you. <laughs> Hopefully I have way more. But what I've really learned is that even on my down days, I flip it and make it a good day. I make it so my downfall is an added plus to my come up. And I'm never down. I'm never down long. Ever. Ever. Because you're not supposed to let life kick the shit out of you. You're not supposed to let it drain. Drain your hope. Your aspirations. Your goals. It's not supposed to do that. You, you have to move on. You have to keep going. If you if you stay in the same spot, and that and, and that's with people too. If you keep fucking with the same people and y'all always in the same spot, you're really not going nowhere for real. You're not really completing the bigger goals. The bigger, the bigger picture of the goals that you have set for yourself. Some people you have to just stop fucking with so you can get the shit done. Sometimes that that the new person coming into your life, sometimes, sometimes they're there so you you can pick that some insight. Y'all can, y'all can do insight with one another to help you become a better person, to help you accomplish the shit that you need to get done. As a matter of fact, they might put you on game. They might put you in a position to change your life for real. But you sticking around the same motherfuckers, same results, same shit, same bullshit. Nothing different for real. Same shit, just a different day. And then people smile in your face, but they throwing shade at everything you do. Like, it just be like, ain't no way. Ain't no way. You jealous as fuck. You envious as fuck. Bitch, the only thing you can do is smile in my face because you bet not ever in your fucking life come to my come to me with it. Cause y'all, I ain't gonna lie to you. Everything is sweet but sugar. And when I say that, I be everything good around here, everything is good vibes. But as soon as a motherfucker give me a reason to show out, just know, just know, just fucking know. Oh, it's beast mode. It's beast. It's beast mode because 
Y'all, literally, I make sure I don't trigger nobody. I don't go out my way to be shady towards nobody on the internet. Not for real, for real. Unless you done made me mad. That's a totally different thing. But if you ain't never given me no reason to throw no shade at you or, you know, whatever, I'm not doing that. Because I don't care. I don't be caring what the fuck other people be doing. Ever. Big or small. I don't care. As long as it's not affecting me, I don't give a fuck. That don't got shit to do with me. People don't know how to stay in a lane. And that's my main purpose. Every time I get on this podcast and I be talking about jealous and fake motherfuckers, they don't know how to stay in their lane. They don't know how to mind their business. They don't know how to focus on themselves. That's why they be in the predicaments that they in. That's why they in the lifestyle that they living in. And I'm in the lifestyle that I'm living in. We in two different fucking lanes. Don't worry about me. I don't have to be a simple ass bitch, basic ass bitch. I don't have to do that. I don't have to do that. I ain't never lived my life like that. You always learn to keep your head down. No, sir. Yes, sir. Hunched over ass person. Always trying to please people. Always trying not to be seen but accepted. That's why when you see a motherfucker like me, you think you got to say some shit. You ain't going to say shit to me because I'll never bow my head. I ain't never going to hutch over. I ain't ever going to be not seen but accepted. I don't give a matter of fact, a lot of times I don't be accepted. But guess what? I still run the whole fucking room. Because I big do it. Okay? Big dog. Little pup, bitch. But, um, but yeah. And then, like, you know, I was just like, you know what? Instead of, uh, bitch, you delete it. You delete it. Niggas, bitches, y'all delete it. Like, I just, I just be so over it. Motherfuckers be so draining. Like, you so drained for life that you come on social media and be draining as fuck. Men do be jealous of females. And this is, and this is how, and this is how you know when a man is jealous of you. They criticize every single little thing. Even if there's nothing to criticize, they find something to criticize about you. And then they throw shade at you as well, whether that's behind your back or in, in person. So that's the two ways you could tell if a nigga is just of you. Now, a nigga just criticizing you, a nigga always think he had, he can say something about a woman. But a man really about his business, he not going to be over here feel like he got something to say. Now, he might be controlling his hell. Niggas with money, they can be. They're providers. They're financially stable. But they if they overly criticize you about everything, that nigga so jealous or that nigga just don't want you to shine. And it's just like, boo, 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 tomato, tomato, tomato ass nigga. Like, the fuck? And, like, with these females, I know I've been talking about the dudes, but these females, you already know what they do. They sit at a table with their friend, they hee-hee, they ha-ha. Why the fuck she wear this? Why the fuck she say that? Why the fuck she share this? Oh, she thinks she doing this, but she really not as bitches. Bitches got your name all the way to the back of their throat. Bitch, if you want to suck my dick, then just say that. The fuck? Like... Y'all, we really getting into it because I really, like, your girl be having a lot to say. But, 
let, let me gloss it up for y'all real quick. The real hurt, let me tell you what really, really hurt. Where you be from the same place they from, and you done did XYZ, 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 and they still doing the same shit. Probably making more money, but not more, <laughs> more money than what they was. Let me say that. Making more money than what they was, but still doing the same shit. People be so envious, so jealous, and they don't understand, like, you could have did it too. You just, you, like, you wanted to be what? You wanted to be what? Unseen and accepted. You wanted to fit in. You wanted to do what everybody else was doing. You were scared to go on with your life. You were scared to see what else was out there. Now, you're older. You got more responsibilities and bills. But you still, but now you see other people, they done did it a different way. Now you want to do it. But now it, it, things are getting in the way of you doing that. So what all can you do is be bitter as fuck. Be bitter, mean, fake, positive, shady, grim. I can't even call that being a gremlin for real. Being a roach ass motherfucker. Because listen, people think just because they don't like you, you're not supposed to be nobody in life. Oh, you don't like me? Oh, you don't like me? Oh, okay. And who the fuck are you? You a fucking nobody. Oh, but let, but let, but let me go over here and let me invest my money in this. And let me go ahead and put my down payment for this. And oh yeah, let me go book these trips right quick. Cause that's what you do when you be worried about yourself and you really about your fucking business and you not being messy and you not talking shit about people. That's what happened. You booking trips. You putting down payments on shit. You investing your money. Shit. You doubling, quadrupling your money. You you making passive sources of income. That's what you do. Now, <laughs> now motherfuckers can't even barely escape my ass. Because you always seeing me. Not even because I want to be seen, but just because I'm, I'm, I'm onto a bag. That's where my money, that's where my mind be at. Like... Just because you don't understand the picture don't mean that shit ain't going on. Because anything that I do, it's never what it really seems. If you see me be an extra vocal on social media, trust me, it's, it's, it's rare that it's really anything that's that's coming from... How, how can I explain this? Sometimes when you post, you post because you're getting ready to post something else. This is not checkers. This is chess. So if I'm posting this stuff like that, maybe I'm trying to get my algorithm up before I post what I'm really trying to post. That's all I'm trying to say. But y'all, we about to get to the end of this podcast today. If anybody um, is going through what I'm going through, people not liking them, don't ever let that get you down. Don't let that stop what you got going on. Because as soon as you let it stop what you got going on, they won. And trust me. Trust me, you don't want them to win over you because they don't got shit going on. You got potential. You something special, okay? It's, cer- it's certain people that are really marked and touched for real. And when I say touched, I mean really have talent and skills that when applied will move mountains. Will really move mountains. Really people, people that are so talented that 
All you got to do is put them in the environment and they take the fuck off. And they take off with it. So, yeah, y'all. I know I was cussing a lot of this one. It's just, you know, I just, I had to talk about what really needed to be talked about. But this concludes this podcast. It's Love Jones here. And this is Love Operating.